What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Mode Podcast. I'm Kesley. And I'm Duke. And I bet I sound a hell of a lot better than I used to. Whoops, a heck wow. of a lot better. You're getting us the explicit warning already. You know, I listened to this other podcast while I was on my trip called Taking a Dookie. Um, wouldn't say it's as good as the mode, but I would say oh, it's delightful. Please, oh please. And... Yes, that's right. My solo podcast has launched Taking a Dookie. Go ahead and give it a listen. <laughs> and he <laughs> um he dropped something that was explicit. Poop. Oh, Ooh, dropping two explicit things. Um, oh my goodness. What are you doing to us? What are you doing to our show? The I new know. microphone has you going crazy. I know. Well, that's the thing is I finally got a new microphone and but those of you who have been long-term modesters, you know, when we started the show, we got some mics, um, but both of those have broken <laughs> in the time since. And it only took me listening to last week's episode or our last episode two weeks ago for me to be like, holy crap, I need a new mic because Duke sounded like this freaking goddess and I, or sorry, God, I guess you're not a woman. <laughs> and I sounded like a street rat brought in from the sewer. It was like yeah. night and day difference. So it I hope was all needed. Of your- yeah, I hope all of your ears are dancing because I feel very fancy. I do feel like I might get a slight neck cramp because even though I raised my chair, this thing is high. Yeah, Kesley could not figure out. She first joined the call and her microphone was about where her forehead ends <laughs> and her hair begins. And she said, please help me make this shorter. <laughs> and I looked at it and I said, well, I mean, that's that's as short as it gets. But why is your chair down so low? Her chair was down where her shoulders were barely peeking over the desk (laughs) from what I was seeing. It's comfortable. And at this height, I can't sit close enough to type because my desk chair like hits into the desk. So really, the problem is, is this free desk that my little brother gave me when he moved to L.A. Oh, I forgot that that's the desk you use. That is a Mm -hmm. tall desk. It is tall. Uh huh. Yeah, it's tall. It's it's very tall. Like. My toes yeah. right now aren't even touching the ground. I'm sitting in yeah. the chair and my toes aren't touching the ground. So I've, I, like re- I forgot that you have that desk. It, I mean, that desk is definitely a higher height than this one is. I think that it might even be a dining room table, in all honesty, because it has no drawers. Yeah, it, I don't think that it is a desk and it would make a cute, like smaller dining room table. But I really like it. it I think it looks good in my office. And you know, we're really about making things look good instead of being aesthetic, right? Yeah. No practicality, all aesthetic. Yes. Yes. That's how we like to live. Today's episode is WTF Europe, mm-hmm. which stands for? Well, it stands for a couple of things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's the favorite is what we're going to start with, where we uh, are, we really haven't done a deep dive on my trip at all because I just got back. Um, but also we haven't done a deep dive on the podcast of Duke's trip. So we're just going to go through, um, what our favorites were from each of the countries that we visited. Um, and then I came up with a couple other F's and I'm not sure if Duke is going to join in on them because it sounds like, I don't know if he prepped the same way, but what the funny, which are three funny things that happened to me and what the freaky, which are a couple things that I felt like, why is it this way? And it made me miss the U.S. Um, and okay, then... well, this okay. is making a lot more sense to me now because yeah. at first I didn't understand why you told me to write down a favorite, a freaky, and a funny. I, mm-hmm. I was like, why are these the categories? Can't we just write good and bad? Yeah, and I don't so know. it's what the I, 
I understand now why you wanted me to prepare in that way. However, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say what I say about each country, and that's that. Some will be F favorite, some will be F mm-hmm. funny, and some will be very freaky. Okay. So do you want me to keep okay, then I'll mix my funny in, I guess. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. I can roll with the punches. Fine. Yeah. Let's go. Roll with okay, it. Okay, well, I think we should start with a country that we both went to. France, okay. which I only spent time in Paris. So I just want to make that clear. I only spent time in Paris. Duke. Yes, that changes our experiences drastically because I went to Saint-Tropez, Cannes, Nice, Paris, and Disneyland Paris. Those were my stops in France. Mm, yes. And I think I Zach probably would have divorced me if I had told him that I wanted to go to Disneyland Paris. Oh, we're going to talk about Disneyland Paris in a second because it is on my list. Wait, did you do favorites for each of those stops? Yes, that's why I was like that oh, is a wow. lot of that is oh, a wow. lot of yeah. things that I have to write if I have to do favorite freaky and funny. Okay, well, holy crap because yeah, we don't uh this this is a commuting podcast. This isn't a 2-hour podcast. So um, now I can see right. how you're confused. I was going to yes. say, I'm like, listen, I went to, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six countries. So yeah. I have a bullet list of 18 different things that you're wanting me to touch on. And so. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, yeah, my list isn't that long, but that's OK. Well, let's start with let's start with Paris um, in no particular order. Uh, a few of my favorite things were seeing the Eiffel Tower close down at 1 a.m. So if anyone's been to Paris or if you're obsessed with Paris, you will know that on the hour, the Eiffel Tower sparkles, uh, which I guess is a new thing. Mom, when she picked me up from the airport, told me that when she was there 30 30 years ago or something like that, that it didn't sparkle, that it just like was lit up. So I don't know that I believe that. Well, maybe it's bad memory. Maybe it's the truth. But Uh, maybe it's the fact that they probably didn't have the Internet. Well, but she's been. She said I when know, she was but there, they didn't do that. Well, was she there on the hour at the Eiffel Tower? That's what I don't know. If don't know. you she didn't have the internet, would you have known? Listen to this. Tell me that her trip was not bomb. She ate dinner in the room in the Louvre with the Mona Lisa in it. Private dinner. No That's one else pretty there. Cool. Pretty cool. That's pretty okay. cool. So she must have been there and not at the Eiffel Tower where it was sparkling. Okay, fine. Anyway, um, but watching the Eiffel Tower sparkle at 1 a.m. was really cool because I didn't know this, um, but that is the only time. It's the last time that it like sparkles for the night and they turn the actual lights off. So it just looks different, which I thought was cool. It was fun to see it in like a third way. And I wouldn't have known that if we weren't with locals. So they showed us that. And I thought that, that was really cool. I knew that because I did one quick Google search and I did get to experience both that and the one with the lights on. What mm-hmm. kind of ruined it for me, although that's something that's good on my list. I loved seeing the Eiffel Tower. I thought the Eiffel Tower was great. However, I knew exactly what it was going to look like sparkling and whatnot, walking up to it because there's a gazillion street vendors with little sparkling oh. Eiffel Towers all over the entire ground. There are so many street vendors um it's insane yeah and they all are with all with the same eiffel tower how do you choose which one to buy one from and also their sparkles i mean by the time they sell one and go through the whole inventory the sparkles have got to only last for another 30 minutes once you get at home because those lights have got to be tired those lights are going off 
for hours. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. Um, okay, do you want to go now with a new one, or do you want me to go? I think let's just talk about each place and okay. kind of sprinkle them into the mix. Okay. Well, so I want to talk to you about the Louvre. Okay. Sorry for the long pause. I have very little to say. Oh. Oh. Oh, I have a lot to say in a negative way. <laughs> um. Listen. Wait. I mean, wait. The Louvre pause. 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 The Louvre is great. Pause. 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 I have my only positive to say. The Egyptian part, very cool. Okay, continue. Did you go to Africa? Mm. It's mm-hmm. really hidden. Mm, I don't know. We only did two things in it. Anyway, give your story and then I'll do my synopsis of the Louvre. The Louvre. Listen, I was really excited for the Louvre, even though I'm not a huge museum goer in general. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's the most famous museum in the world. It's got to be great. Mona Lisa, I was excited to see. I mean, the worst thing about it to me was waiting in line forever outside to get in. I was going to say that. Okay. First of all, we have tickets. You have tickets for a certain time. Yeah. You show up and the line is like an hour long to get in for the time that you're supposed yep. to have tickets to get into the building. Hated it. Very bad. Yep. You have Negative to have those reservations. One. Although the only good thing about the entrance is I do like those big pyramids outside. Did you go through that entrance or the other yes. one? Yes. Yes, we went through that entrance. Also, did you notice in that entrance, the they have one of the coolest elevators I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I saw it. It's it it. Let me tell the listeners what it's like. Okay, when it's at the top, if you're down at the bottom, there's like a stone pillar, but if it comes down, that stone pillar disappears. If it goes up, it's there. If it goes down, anyway, it was a piece of art in my mind, and I thought it was very cool. So once you get into the Louvre, everyone says, "Oh my God, it's so amazing! You could just spend." You spent days and days in there. Um, well, I couldn't spend more than three hours. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I was so freaking bored. I was just the whole time at the beginning. And let me remind you, I had to go to Paris twice. I mean, I got to go to Paris twice with two different groups. So I got to do all the tourist things yet again a twice. week later. Mm-hmm. Had to do the Louvre twice. Had just seen it. Okay. But the first time I went... I mean, I was beelining towards trying to find the Mona Lisa, which was so hard to find. Right. We went we went to Egypt first because I wanted to see this certain like coffin tomb, uh, which we didn't find because it's confusing. It is so confusing. Like the room numbers are only every couple rooms and they had certain parts shut off that day anyway. But then trying to find the Mona Lisa from there probably took us almost an hour. Yeah, just hordes and hordes of people you get to the Mona Lisa I mean I don't where would you have just so many people in that room at the same time yeah I I mean we also had to wait in line for an hour to see the Mona Lisa I'm just kidding we didn't wait in line we just walked up the side the first time I waited in line but the second (laughs) time I was like oh yeah all you got to do is walk up this you waited in that line oh my gosh pro tip I did for no reason pro tip don't wait in the line if you wait in the line does someone like take your picture with the painting or no uh no i waited all the way in line and it's not like you get to the front of the line and there's like a place for you to stand you get to the front of the line and it just opens into a um free for all section with just a huge horde of people and then they're like okay move on next next people keep moving once i got to the front of the line it was more crowded than ever the only pictures i have of me next to it are with me basically in tears because there's someone touching all three sides of my body (laughs) besides the one that the camera is pointing at me on Mm -hmm. it was terrible um but yeah those are my thoughts on the louvre i'm glad that that you thought the same thing 
yeah i i actually thought that like kind of like you're talking about the pyramids and stuff like the actual building the louvre was as cool as like like it was very cool like the staircases were cool the um ceiling i i really liked the sections where there was like the um art on the ceilings i don't know if you went through that but that that was really really cool so i, definitely I saw a lot of that i just don't know if that is like original i know i don't think so either i'm wondering if they took them from other places i don't really know i actually wanted to look that up and i forgot but, but i also saw those ceilings after going to vatican city which mm. was before paris on my trip and that is where the painted ceilings are that i believe like michelangelo did where like mm-hmm the one guy's reaching towards the other one yes yes. although that also was not very impressive but still i knew it was original so Mm -hmm. let me talk to you about something that i think we might have controversial opinions on i loved the gardens of versailles loved them i liked them i just i i went on a bad day it was raining a downpour Mm. the whole time Mm. i was there can you imagine how that would be less fun uh i can definitely imagine how that would be less fun i also got a pro tip uh from you to not get a golf cart so so it was very helpful for you to tell me not to get a golf cart because it seemed to me that the golf carts kind of keep they keep you like behind the hedges so you can't even see the cool fountains yeah we got a golf cart and i mean i thought that would be the way to go because i thought that we'd just see everything but from a Mm -hmm. golf cart easy peasy because people said it would take us three hours to walk around the gardens and it was a downpour as i said so i mean the golf cart really made sense but Mm -hmm. you have to stay on this exact path if you wander off the path the golf cart will just stop in its tracks so right which is so annoying yeah but um one thing i wish i got to do in paris that i didn't Mm -hmm. that i'm wondering if you ever got to do was the catacombs okay don't be mad you, you told me you... to do you told me to do the catacombs and we got tickets for them and we were gonna go yeah we had tickets for them we were gonna go um we were only in paris for two days so uh it was zach's birthday we had done the louvre that day we had done what else had we done we had done so many things anyway we again we were gonna go and then we looked on a map and we were like 45 minutes away from it and our tour was about 50 minutes and we were like was anyway it just I was in my nice shoes and I didn't think about the fact that it was going to be dirty down there like that we were going to be on dirt and I promise you what I said to Zach is the good news is Duke didn't do this either so when we come back to Paris with him we'll all do the catacombs together so we didn't go I'm not in a rush to go back to Paris well I know but so we didn't do the catacombs um I think that it would have been really cool we had just done so many like museum type things that since it was our last night we just wanted to go and it was Zach's birthday we just wanted to go have a little romantic dinner and watch the Eiffel Tower and stuff good I'm glad you mentioned dinner what do you think about the food okay well I am biased because let me tell you this in France most of you know I am gluten-free I cannot eat gluten which is very hard like it's not that hard it's it's a challenge it's a challenge to never feel like you can have like good bread because the U.S.'s gluten-free bread honestly sucks. It sucks so bad. Uh, in Paris, I could eat all the bread. So I wouldn't say like I don't feel like we had this like amazing meal. Um, but I in fact, a lot of times instead of eating my meal, even though I'd get like pizza or pasta, I would just eat a ton of the French bread because the French bread was amazing. 
Um, the other thing is Zach and I stayed with some family friends of his for a night and their family made amazing meals, like so good. So I feel like I'm biased. Like we had like amazing four course meals at that family. Uh, and the last thing I'll say about the food is that family had amazing fruit, like very good fruit that tasted different than the U S and I liked it a lot. I hated the food in Paris. I hated it so much, but, um, this could be because I came straight from Italy, which oh, the food which has was amazing food. Great. How do you know mm-hmm. you've never been to Italy? Yeah, one time, one day, one oh. meal. But all everyone right, says, right. everyone says, everyone says, okay, it's all right. I, well, everyone says the food in Paris is great, and I thought the complete opposite. But the last thing I'll say about France is the south of France. I love, I love the south of France. All right, Paris. He loves it. Paris, you know, whatever. You see it once, all right, I'm good to go. Now I've seen it twice, so get me the heck out of there. Except Disneyland Paris, I forgot to mention, is so fun. You must go if you have extra time. Small lines, different rides than the U.S. has. Space Mountain goes upside down. What was Ratatouille like? I need to know the Ratatouille ride. You would have hated the Ratatouille ride. It was one of those <gasps> no. 3D ones with screens. Oh, I would not have liked that. Although I didn't mind. There's one in Disney World that's Avatar, and it didn't make me very sick. They also have a Ratatouille a ride sick. in Epcot. Now, mm. anyways, I wonder. Um, if, mm-hmm, we'll yeah. have to find an excuse to go to Florida sometime. Uh, <laughs> South okay. of France was my was way better than the Paris side of France. Um, which country would you like to talk about next? London. That's a city. England. I know, but I know that it's a city, <laughs> but that's the only place you went in England, right? Well, I went to London? Wimbledon. Okay, that's like that's like saying, did you go to Salt Lake? And it's like, no, I went to Bountiful. Mm. It's like forty it's like forty minutes via tram, via the subway. Did you take yeah. the subway when you went out to Wimbledon? I was gonna talk to you about this. I did. I loved the underground in London. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so easy to navigate. So easy. Pretty dang clean for an underground. Pretty clean. Super simple to get the tickets. I mean, the oh. ticket booths, it was just enter your destination. Okay, easy to go. Ready? Wait. Oh my gosh. We didn't even do that. Okay. For London's tickets, you you can just use your phone and just Apple Pay. Oh, I saw people doing that. I was I was like, I don't know what the frick to do. It so was I was getting so, the paper tickets. It was so easy. So that's how that's how we went. We went to a football game while we were out there. For those of us in the US, we would refer to it as soccer. Um anyway, oh, we went to one of those, which was quite a ways out. And it was so nice because yeah, we just used our phone, paid, use your phone to pay on the way out, and it just like tracks how far you went. So that was yeah. awesome. I wish the I US mean... had a system like that. I spent about five days, five or six days in London just by myself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, had so much fun zipping around everywhere on the underground. Another thing about London, I constantly felt so safe there. Oh yeah, same. I never felt, I never felt like, oh my gosh, it's like, oh, okay, wait, wait. I do have to say though, another great form of transportation. And we did this in Paris. We did this in London. Uh, they didn't have them in Scotland, but were the bikes and lime scooters so fun and in london specifically they have like what's called like the bike highway or something like that and so you can go from over like this will only make sense to people well if you're thinking of all the tourist sites the furthest one like away from where we stayed was kind of like the london bridge and the path starts way before that so we biked all the way from west ham stadium 
which is where we went to that soccer game at, all the way back to our hotel in Trafalgar Square, which is like an hour bike ride. And it was so fun because we just saw like all of the city, stopped at a bunch of places. Um, yeah, I really, really liked that. So I would highly recommend. Um, yeah, would highly recommend that. As you know, I don't ride bikes, but I did do a lot of riding on Lime scooters, especially mm-hmm in paris and had a lot of fun doing it although a little scary to be doing the lime scooters on the streets of paris especially because all of a sudden it'll be cobblestone yes and you're like your brain feels like it's getting wrecked Um, or a 10-way roundabout and you're like yes okay so i'm about to go through this on a lime scooter yes i will say it was kind of weird on the bikes in london i felt like because like people drive on the opposite side of the road And so just like mentally, when you come to a roundabout, you're like, okay, which way on this bike should I go? Um, But not to be like, let me one up you. But in Paris, Zach and I got lost that last night, like the night that we were supposed to do the catacombs. And then we had to ride back. We got lost. One, two, Zach's phone died. So we couldn't get two Lime scooters and we were far away. And so we ended up sharing one. And uh, it's a little scary to be on the Lime scooter, but not controlling the Lime scooter. Let me just say. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only the a dark. few things that I didn't love about London. Oh, wait, um, I still haven't said my other favorites, but okay, go ahead. Well, we're just talking about the city. You're fine to say your other favorites after I okay, fine. I just have to, a conversation. What, what I just have notes over yeah. here, you okay. know. Um, hotel rooms in London are so small. Oh, our hotel room was great. Our hotel room really? in Paris, our hotel room in Paris felt like I was on a cruise ship our hotel room in london we had we had a couch in there we had a super nice uh big bathroom it was great that was not my experience in my hotel room but i mean all right and when i would talk to everyone they would also say like oh yeah hotel rooms are super small here yeah well we um, were there we were in london for our anniversary so we might have splurged a little on the hotel another thing they do not have apple cards and so Every mm-hmm. time I would pull out my Apple card, the waiter would go, oh, what is this? Whoa. And they'd be looking at it as if it's something that I brought back from space. Oh, and I was funny. like, it took me a while to be like, do you guys not have these? And they were like, no, we don't. And so I'd always have them drop it to make the loud clanking uh-huh. noise and all the stuff like that. But whenever I was at Wimbledon, they needed to have a signature on the back of your card uh-huh. that matched your ID for every single purchase. It was ridiculous. Weird. And um, an Apple card is completely plain. The only mm-hmm. thing on it is the name. No numbers. Which I love. No I words love. on the back. No signature on the back. So they'd always be saying, uh, this this doesn't have a signature. And I do it just for fun at that point because mm-hmm. it was interesting to see how they'd react to it. Mm-hmm. And... um. I would say, well, yeah, there's there's not a place to put a signature. That's, that's not how the card works. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't put a signature on it. So would they um, let you use it or no? Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing, the last thing is Buckingham Palace is such a letdown. Oh, did you tour the palace? I did not tour the palace, but I went to the exterior expecting something mm-hmm. grand and amazing. And it looked like every other big building in London. Yeah, I... Yeah, we did not tour it and I was not sad that we didn't tour it because I I was trying to s- explain this to Zach because I loved London but like the romance of the city or whatever I felt more in Paris like 
all of the stuff in Paris is so old and like it just has that look like I felt like I was in the Aristocats but in London there's like a lot of modern building and stuff like that and a lot of London to me looks a lot like Washington DC and Mm. so I still loved London like I loved doing stuff in London but it just didn't it wasn't like as shocking when you're just like walking it do you know what I mean I see yes I see um but one thing that was really really cool that we did is we did this thing it's called like airy and it's ancient baths um and i their original one is in spain but we did their one in london which this is gonna this is such a nerdy thing of me but i've seen finding neverland and i love the story of the guy who like wrote peter pan and this is in his old house so in the basement of his house you go down and um and they've transformed what would normally be i don't it's it's all like old brick archways like what you'd really think is beneath ancient homes like think italian job right when they go mm-hmm. in that area um and it's all transformed into these different temperature tubs so they have everything from you know like what a hot tub is to cold plunges they have this one where you lay in it and it's like salt and so you just float and that was really fun so we did we did that and i thought it was cool sounds cool you should get checked for diseases we were also the only people in there because we did it in the morning oh well that's cool it probably felt like your own personal big spa or something yeah yeah they don't it's not like a lot of people are there like i think they only let a couple people i don't know it doesn't seem like it's something that a lot of people are doing because the entire time we were there we saw like four other customers or something so wow it was fun do you have any Um, other notes on london did you see the crown jewels yes I saw them in the Louvre. Oh, I didn't see those in the Louvre. But in London, we toured the London Tower and they were in there. And holy crap, the jewels are massive. They're crazy. This brings up something I did want to talk about. Now, how many of these things are replicas and stuff? How are these jewels here and there? How are I was looking up, I went to one museum in Paris that had van gogh stuff and Mm -hmm. the van gogh whatever's that i recognized from school like starry Mm -hmm. night and everything Mm -hmm. were just sitting out with just a little tiny rope behind them nothing like the mona lisa and i look it up and it's also in chicago or something or Mm -hmm. it's also at the met so i'm Mm -hmm. like which one is real obviously not this one yes yes i i will say this the crown jewels in london in london i'm pretty sure those were real because it like says donated by um the queen and stuff like that and then they have a ton of security guards and they're all in cases that you can see like little lasers and stuff like that so i definitely think that those i definitely think that those ones are real and they were just massive like just so so big it was crazy um and so many of them okay last thing for london we went to a show 222 so good so good so glad we didn't end up at shakespeare um tom (laughs) felton was in it and he was amazing and it was such a, it was probably the best theater show I've ever seen. I love how London has all of that entertainment at night. I mean, mm-hmm. there are so many shows and different things to do. Paris didn't have as much of a event nightlife. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. Like if I was going to live somewhere, I could live in London for a long time. Paris is a perfect weekend trip. Right. But London. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Because those are the only two things that we did that are the same. Um, I'll talk a little bit about Italy and okay. then we'll hear about Scotland from you. Perfect. Italy was 
magical. I loved Italy so much, but Italy is such a large country Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I couldn't possibly hit all the spots, not even close to all of them, despite me doing most of my Italy trip on a yacht where every morning I'd wake up in a different spot. Right. Which made it so I was able to explore a lot more of the beach towns and things like that. But um, here's a list of just a few places I went in Italy. Portofino, Positano, Rome, Milan, Naples, Elba Island, and Capri. Wow, you saw a lot of it. And that's, I mean, that's probably half the places. Those are the major names that, um, you know, stick out to me the most. But food, food, food. The food is so good. The pasta is so good. Just are you, everywhere. Are you a gelato fan? I know you don't normally like candy, so I don't know if you like gelato. I only eat lemon gelato, but I had a lot of it. Mm, lemon gelato is amazing. Um, Beautiful water, crystal clear everywhere you go, except for Naples. Naples is a large letdown. Naples is not what you think it is. In my mind, Naples is like beautiful wine country mm-hmm. and this and that. No, it is it is not that at all. But it is where pizza was invented, I believe. Oh, so that was place. Cool. good place then. Mm-hmm. Um, Rome is a one and done. I did not mm-hmm. enjoy Rome. That's what I've heard from a lot of people. Saw it the one time and I'm done with it. Vatican City, which is right there. It's its, it's, mm-hmm. its own country, but um never going back oh never, i didn't realize this is dumb back. of me i didn't realize it was its own country it's like Liechtenstein Le- Le- or whatever that's in switzerland it's um yes vatican city is the smallest country in the world and i also went to the second smallest country in the world monaco which is in between italy and france monaco mm-hmm. was my absolute favorite of the entire trip i loved monaco had the best pasta i've ever had there I really? dream about it every night. I mean, Monaco what, is what kind of pasta was it? it was I'm very hungry right now. So ravioli. But mm. um, I mean, Monaco is just so cool because it's so small, but it's I mean, just built up crazy and a huge mountain behind it and a huge port just full of these big yachts. And I mean, Monaco was amazing. That's awesome. That sounds great. Okay. Let's hear about Scotland. So Scotland was so cool. It was really fun to uh, have that on like the tail end of our trip because Paris and London are obviously like very, very city based. So we went more adventurous on Scotland. Um, So one of the things that I absolutely loved is it's called the Isle of Skye. um, And it's an island that you can go up to and it's the highlands of Switzerland. So if you think like what you see in Iceland and stuff like that. Scotland, not Switzerland. Did I say Switzerland? Yes. Dennis, can you fix that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so if you think of like Iceland and stuff like that, it's more similar to that. Um, But we did some really cool hikes. Um, We and then the my favorite thing that we did up there is um, late at night, like right before the sunset, we did this long drive out to this lighthouse and we got out there and that was so cool. Um, But then when we were coming back, there were so many giant cows and thousands of sheep they don't have wolves they don't have bears they don't have anything like that on the island like not just on the island in scotland and so so like there's nothing to mitigate the populations for farmers or for even like the deer and so that just so many herbivores it was crazy that was really fun uh 
another thing that was my favorite is we went golfing. If you guys don't know, golf was born in Scotland. So we played at a course called King's Barn, which is like beautiful. From every hole, you can see the ocean and it was just really, really cool. Plus, we had some local caddies and they were really nice and that was fun. Um, And then uh, last thing on that is we got to go to the old course, which is where golf was actually born. Okay, then the last thing that I have under Scotland, and we also did this in London. We actually did it across from Buckingham Palace, which was really cool, but we had tea. We did high tea in London, which I think is a ripoff. They bring you little, like a bunch of little treats with it, and it's super expensive. And it was just, it just like wasn't good. Like you didn't want to eat all the treats, right? But the tea was really good. So then in Scotland, I drink tea a bunch. So like every afternoon, we'd go get tea somewhere. And that was, that was great. I just, I don't know. That's like one of the things that when I think about like what I want to start doing in life, I legitimately ordered a tea set online yesterday because it is so nice. And I feel like it's like almost a meditation. I know that's lame, but it just like is so peaceful and I love it. I never had any tea the whole time I was in Europe because I feel like I'm not a big tea person, but maybe I just haven't given it a real shot i don't know what's your what what flavor are you going for with tea um zach got a really good one that was like um it almost tasted tasted like cider like it had cinnamon and stuff like that in it which was really good um i tended to go for peppermint teas a lot um which because i like tea to calm me down um zach was doing tea that has um like caffeine in it anyway next time you come to visit i'll make you some tea because i'm gonna order some more flavors and stuff like that but um yeah it's just fun and i don't know i like it we're going to be so fancy i know we'll have a little tea party i want to talk to you about um trains because we both took the train from paris to london Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts on that cross world travel via train I loved it. I thought it was so much better than taking a flight because we took a flight from London to Scotland and it was just a pain. I mean, we had a bad experience for multiple reasons, one for a delay and stuff like that. But the train was great because you can take your food, you can take your drinks like you. Plus, they served us a full meal on the train, even though it was only two hours. Um, And we also sat across from like a way funny couple from London. So it was really fun to talk to them. Um, But they were laughing really, really loud <laughs> and were quite, quite tipsy. Uh, and a bunch of people left the cart because we were being so loud. Those so. are assigned seats, though. So they just went to like try and find a new seat because yeah. I mean, there's no stops on that train. So yeah, they just yeah. went to a different one. Wow, that's funny. No, mm-hmm. I loved the trains. I mean, I took trains everywhere. I took a train from Paris to Switzerland. I took a train from Switzerland to Milan. I mean, trains... I didn't know you went to Switzerland this trip. I did, although I don't know that um, we should talk about it because we can talk about that a different time and because yeah. since you've been there too. But yeah. no, after I did Paris the second time, I did Switzerland and then Italy again. Wow. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Okay. But no, I love the trains. I want the US to, I mean, it'd be such a big project that probably wouldn't even mm-hmm. be completed in my lifetime, but train cross-country train travel in the United States would be a game changer high-speed trains yeah did you know that we we have trains that go cross-country not not like like we have a passenger train i think it's called am am the amtrak yeah but and it's, it's not so high speed. slow it's so slow like it is no, yeah it is not 
it is not ideal. So we need yeah, a dedicated got... train system where imagine if you could take a train from Salt Lake to Los Angeles and be there in, you know, five or six hours. No, it's not even that, though. The comparison is like if a plane can get you there in two, a train can get you there in one. So that would. No, or, I don't, or, sorry. No, I don't no, no. If, so. a, if a plane can get you there in one, the train can get you there in two. I think I said that backwards. So that would be like it would be like taking a train from Salt Lake to L.A. would get you there in two or two and a half hours, which would be amazing. I think it would be more like four minimum. OK, well, still, I'd do it. I'd do it all day because. Oh, I, I'd do it if it was eight hours. Are I you kidding? Like That's so much train, better than a flight. Also, taking a train is better than driving a car. Oh, yeah. Because you just yeah. have to sit there. Yeah. You're sitting there. You're enjoying. You're eating. You're not cramped like. a. Oh, the plane home was horrible. I don't know. Uh, um, the plane we flew, home was so horrible. We flew KLM, the whole plane home, and my TV volume did not work. Oh, all and the plane was fully sold out. Mm, I and flew Delta no Wi-Fi. on the way home. I flew Delta on the way home. Yes. Um, my TV screen and everyone's in mm-hmm. my whole section did not work at all for the entire flight. Are you saying that if you were in my situation, you would watch TV without sound? Um, well, I'm saying that at least it was just you and not everyone. <laughs> true, true. And good thing I have a nice husband who let me use his for most of the flight. Right. You guys could yeah. have, like put one earphone in one ear and one earphone in the other yeah, and he shared. Just, he just let me have it. But at least yeah. you were sitting next to next to your husband. I was sitting next to a random stranger who kept getting he got up well, and down from his chair in the plane 12 times before we took <laughs> off well oh my gosh well well zach and i looked at our tickets and we weren't first of all we flew from scotland to amsterdam and then back so we flew a total of almost 13 hours which sucked because it was like like scotland is two hours closer than amsterdam so we went the wrong way to come back horrible but anyway I don't feel bad mine was 16 hours and 30 minutes where from italy milan straight with a stop in oh, with a stop. King. But we were not supposed to sit together, and he was going to be in a middle seat, not with me. And thankfully, we went up and asked them. But so we were in the very back row of the plane, which is always interesting because you get to hear and smell everyone going to the bathroom. But you know. oh, oh no, no, I my seat <laughs> was at the front of uh-huh. um the main of the lower section, class. but in yes. an exit row. Uh-huh. And I was sitting adjacent, literally right next to the hallway that housed both bathrooms. Yes. So I had the one guy next to me that kept getting up and down the whole flight. I'm not kidding you. This guy could not. <laughs> he just kept getting up and down. It was so annoying. I was like, do you please want the aisle? Like, I cannot <laughs> stand you getting up one more time. And then I had both the bathrooms. I mean, the flight attendants kept announcing before our plane took off. Everyone needs to be in their seat right now. And he was still getting up and down. And then they came and told him face to face. They're like, sir, please get in your seat. And he would sit down. Ten seconds later, he'd be back up. Was stretching. he having like a panic attack or something? I don't know. No, he was just stre- he was literally just stretching. <laughs> I took photos of it and I and had to put to them. Those. I had to put them in my hidden folder here. I can show you right now. I had to put them in my hidden folder so that if I got my photos app out Mm -hmm. in front of him on the flight, 
to like look through my pictures from the trip or something, he wouldn't see that I'd been taking pictures of him <laughs> stretching with his shoes off in the hallway ah! with the bathrooms. Here he is. Here's oh him stretching. <laughs> He's he is full stretching. Wow. Wait, you have a hidden folder? How do you even do that? Oh, everyone has a hidden folder. I mean, it doesn't have a password on it or anything. It just takes it out of your main section of your mm. um, photos. And if you scroll all the way down by recently deleted, you have a mm-hmm. thing that says hidden. So mine consists of mm. only this random man stretching here. Here's another photo for you. This random man stretching. <laughs> on the He's doing like a lunge. That's <laughs> yes. so funny. How come? So oh, I do see it. Annoying. Hidden. Uh, that's so funny. Okay. I want to tell you a couple other funny things. First of all, our so the friends that we were with in Paris, it was really fun. We met like six people around our age and hung out with them for a night. Um, none of them can say the word squirrel or gargoyle. They like were like, how do you say those little creatures that run around? And I'm like, uh, and they're like with the tail in a park. And I'm like, squirrel. And then they like all tried to say it. And they were like, yeah, we can't say that. And then they also like described a gargoyle and I was like gargoyle and they just like couldn't couldn't fathom like to them that what? is so weird yeah they're like we can't say that like we can't make the squirrel squirrel or gargoyle goyle like they can't do that part um, wow yeah and then I tried to speak French which was really hard because the only thing I can say is ton 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 which is a real sentence I don't know what it says what it means but that's a real sentence let other us know that, if you speak French yeah other than that can't um okay wait this is something else that's funny okay so we when we were coming back from the isle of sky we took a ferry where you like drive your car on (laughs) and then uh you like drive your car on and then you all get out of your cars and you're like up top right Mm -hmm. well we're on there for a couple minutes and all of a sudden this car alarm starts going off and the other day the other day zach had left me in a car in the car and i was changing and the car alarm went off like because i was in the car moving so I'm like, Zach, that's our car alarm. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, I promise you, I was in the car. The car went off. Like, I promise that's what our alarm sounds like. So it is. So he has to like walk back to where he can turn it off, turns it off, comes back. Two minutes later, starts going off again. So he has to walk back, do it again. Our car was really sensitive. And because the ferry shakes, it kept thinking that someone was trying to break in. But here's the other what? problem. The car locked automatically after about like 60 seconds. And so we ended up moving to the back, like kind of by there. And then Zach would just press unlock every once in a while to try and like keep it unlocked. But the funniest thing is the alarm goes off again, like a couple, like two more times. And it's it's this peaceful fairy. You know, we're the annoying people. But so we're sitting kind of like facing the outside and our alarm goes off. And then I go, oh, my gosh, Zach, Zach, those those people are videoing you like they're videoing you stop. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, because you're the annoying guy whose car keeps going off like you're the dummy. And he was just like, no, they aren't. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe they're videoing me. They weren't videoing him. But I convinced him that they oh. were. And it was so funny. And then we couldn't stop laughing about it. So, Wow. Yeah. That is my favorite story from your whole thing. Is that what you were planning for your WT funny? Funny. What yes. the funny? Yes. That was in my what the funny. The other what the funny was that I fell in the lake. Oh, yeah. Kes fell in the lake. If you want to see the video, it's on our Instagram. Yeah. I was just trying to, like, get out to the next rock. And yeah, I fell pretty dang hard, uh, scraped up my arms and stuff like that. But it was just funny because I'm like, what, what was I thinking? Like, I'm like, let me go stand on these really slippery rocks and I'm sure it'll be fine. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, do you have anything for what the funny? 
Hmm. I mean, I had so many funny moments that happened, but I I honestly can't remember any of them right now because my trip was six and a half weeks long. I mean, it basically felt like I lived the entire summer in Europe. Yeah. So I'm not Very going lucky. to be sharing any what the funny right now. Okay. Let's talk about a couple what the freaky, which is just things or just what the freak or honestly it could just be the true wtf just this things is that our you're longest like, podcast episode ever i think you know what if no one makes it to the end no one makes it to the end it's fine i'm enjoying if you life. made it this far please let us know by commenting the secret word of what the f- <laughs> <laughs> please please let us know by commenting the random word of hippopotamus on yeah. our instagram post Act- actually so episode. so no one knows you can comment hippopotamus you can comment hippo you can comment a little emoji of a hippo just lots of hippo things and we'll know that you're a real fan um yeah keep it honestly, keep it on the dl honestly i kind of want to know though what if people want these longer episodes I don't like when people do short episodes and yet we are king and queen of like 20 minute episodes. <laughs> that is not something we can we should discuss right now. We're already on this tangent of what okay, the freak okay, okay. or something. Okay. Let's let's just keep it okay. going. Okay. Here is something that I will stand by to my dying day. I have never met a country that has better toilets than the US. And the toilets in Europe, I did not like them. Didn't like them at all. I liked when I had a bidet. Oh, you had a bidet? A few times. To me, to me, toilets in the U.S. are the love sack of toilets. They're comfortable. They're a full seat. The toilets in uh, Paris were, they just felt like these tiny little circles that were so dirty. <laughs> I just did not like them at all. I was like, I hate this. I don't like it at all. Yeah, well, no, what no. the freak with all of Europe charging people to use their public restrooms. Right, right. And it there would be one, one toilet in a line of like 30 people that are waiting for that toilet half of which are men and i'm like i know you guys are going to be in there for a while because if not you would find somewhere else to do your business and i refused refused to go i never went into one of those simply because i never had any euros yes zach zach had to jump one one time he had to go to the bathroom so bad he just they had like a little stall door that you had to put the change in and we didn't have a euro and he just like jumped it he just jumped it um okay yeah i don't know uh come after him cops of paris uh the other thing that i did not like i felt like there was a major lack of air conditioning oh absolutely that's why they're having such a struggle right now because they're having another heat wave and we were there for it's not built for that it's not built for that we stayed in so in scotland we were in scotland when it was probably in in fahrenheit it was probably like high 80s which is very very unprecedented for them i cannot describe to you how miserable our night in this in this place called perth was First of all, hotel the hotel was from 1633. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, so come on, you can't just go to the holiday inn. There was nothing like that. I mean, this is this is halfway on our journey to the Isle of Skye, because the Isle of Skye okay. is like seven hours from the city Edinburgh, where we were the rest of the time. Um anyway, we check into this hotel. The smell of sixteen thirty-three is apparent. We finally get to oh, our yeah. room. Yeah, we get to our room open the door i could feel the moisture of the room hot it was like i was in this little i don't know 
not sauna. What are those things? Steam room. Yeah, like a little steam room. But I'm like, okay, fine. There's a fan, like a little white fan, not a ceiling fan, just like a little white fan sitting on the Mm -hmm. table. And there's windows. We'll open the windows because now that it's night, it's like colder. Mm -hmm. And we'll start the fan. Well, the windows opened about three inches. And then on the windows, it said, windows purposely do not open for your protection. I'm like, do you think I'm going to jump out of this window? Because you know, yeah, they do because the it's so hot in there. That's yes. what you're going to do. Yes. So they can't open them further because it's not going to help that much. Yeah, it was truly like one of the nights when you're so hot, you can't sleep. Like we were tossing and turning and the little fan was as big as this microphone. And <laughs> like, it was just not, it was just miserable. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I would oh, say wow. that those were. Do you have anything else that you were like, why is this this way? No. I, I hear really, a, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, I hear a lot of people complain about the temperature that drinks are served at. We did not experience that very bad. Like, I remember a couple years ago, well, that was a long time ago, like nine years ago when I went to Switzerland. I remember everything was served, like, warm, um, and that was not the case. We also got a lot of tap water. So we would just mm. ask for tap water because everyone always talks about how you have to pay so much for water. But yeah, me, I as, say that. Yeah, but as long, but the tap water tasted fine, and we just. Did I that. didn't. I didn't know that I could just ask for tap water, so mm-hmm. I was constantly getting these dumb bottles that would cost mm-hmm. me six euro. Um, mm-hmm. so I didn't know that. That's a good pro tip. But I like warm drinks. I always get no ice in my drink, yes. so yes. I was loving that. Yes. Okay, I'm going to quickly. I know I've been talking a lot, guys. I just. I just have a lot to share. Um, but I am going to go over a couple things that I want to implement in my life from spending some time in Europe. First okay, of all, number one, tea. Yeah. Well, yeah, tea. Ordered my tea set. Check. But number two, I want to enjoy mealtime a little bit more, which is funny because I was saying that. And then last night we ate a meal while watching TV. So whoops. But um, <laughs> I just feel like people there like make meals a bigger deal. They last longer. Like they eat together as a family or couple or whatever. And I like that. And it just like seems like they like cherish eating a little more than we do. Yeah. And they like to close their restaurants from 3 to 6 p.m. When, and you can't that. eat anywhere. And I hate that. But you that. can get tea from 3 to 6. Oh. All the tea rooms are open. Oh, and, okay. I see. Ooh, and one place that we had tea, Duke, they made a cinnamon and sugar to- toast. Yum. They had gluten-free and it was so good. And I was like, this is amazing. If I lived here, I would come here like twice a week, like and just drink tea in the afternoon and eat this cinnamon toast. It was great. Delicious. Um, The last thing is, and I feel like I've been feeling this way before, but like, I just want to have a little less. Like I want to just clean out some of the junk that I have and have a little less, you know, and I feel like people live more minimalistically just because they don't have the space. But I just kind of feel like that. And yeah, I really, really want to do a closet clean out. I just don't have the ability to say goodbye to clothes. So, whoops. It's so inspiring. I know. I know. I'm implementing all these things into your life. Really, the one thing that I guarantee I'm implementing is tea. So you're adding that. You're adding Uh, a tea set to your junk. I did add a tea set, but it will not be junk because it will be used regularly. We can track that. How often does Kesley drink tea? Tea time with Kesley. You have to have have a tally. (laughs) Oh, good. You can start your own solo podcast called Tea Time with Kesley. Perfect. But then half the time it would just be people listening to me go, 
and drink my tea. Oh uh, yeah, it's an ASMR podcast. Yeah, where the I'm sounds. stirring, I'm tapping the little spoon, yes. I'm pouring. You know, all yep. the nice things. No, I think that would be great. I think it's going to be a hit. I'm better than taking a dookie. <laughs> uh, the the vast difference between the two names. It was, be... yeah, it would would be funny. It it actually was eye opening to me to see that you really don't need me. You know. Yeah, no, I truly don't. I actually recorded my <laughs> second episode last <laughs> night, and boy, was it just so nice. Breezed through it. Only like it was so nice, just there with myself not having anyone chime in about things they want to implement into their life or their funny stories, just me rambling on. All right. Attention, everyone looking for a new co-host for the mode podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, For those of you who are still here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the mode podcast. Um, We haven't done a plug for this in a while. So if you liked this, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like. Spotify. Does Spotify do reviews? Spotify does ratings. Yes. Oh, they do. And actually, the majority of our listeners are on Spotify. Oh, well, then hit that uh, whatever button on Spotify, that I love you button, (laughs) that five star. (laughs) Um, Also, I would because I do think this is the longest episode we've done in a really long time. So I would love on our Instagram, whatever, just tell us, do you like that we do long ones or do you guys prefer the short 20 minute? Because, you know, we want to give you guys what you want. So hippopotamus, don't forget (laughs) if you're still here, actually, you know, what? I bet people are listening for that hippopotamus word and Uh they're going to write hippopotamus. If you are still here, make make tell us something about the hippopotamus. Say big hippopotamus. Say spotted hippopotamus. Say hippopotamus. little. What's that one that's wearing an itty bitty teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini? Isn't that a hippopotamus? Yeah. Um, I think that's just a woman wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always I've always thought of that as a hippopotamus. It was, and it's no, a I... teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. There's oh, nothing about I, a hippopotamus. Why did I think that was about Duke a hippopotamus? Duke is bright red. You're a tomato right now. A tomato? I know I said it weird, but you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought. Tomato, same thing. I think that I am getting confused with that. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas song. And I merged the two of them together. What is I think that that's song? what has happened. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. You don't know that song? <laughs> well, I know what our topic is next episode. We're talking about these two subjects. I think next time we need to do one of our, um, because now we have our new mics. You know, the ones where we, um, what, what was it called? Where we did the song tests. Anyway, we'll talk about this off air. We'll find a great um, topic and we'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs> Bye, guys.